Dun, 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 dun. I have published a new book. It's called The View from the Deck, Thoughts on Values, Vision, and Gratitude. If you like morning motivation, you're going to love this book. You can find it on Kindle and in paperback form on Amazon, and the audiobook is coming soon. So check out The View from the Deck, Thoughts on Values, Vision, and Gratitude on Amazon now. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to the Morning Motivation Sunday update for August 1st, 2021. It is episode number 250. This is the 250th episode. Can you believe it? How awesome is that? I'm Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy, and this is the Sunday update. As I already said, so I talked to you about a couple things. Um, first, my other podcast. Be sure to check that out. Guyknowsaguy.com slash podcast. We have some amazing, amazing guests on there. This week, I released an episode with Daniel Mengena. Uh, he is incredible. Uh, he's all about changing your mindset towards money in order to attract more of it. He's got a great program that I highly recommend. And you definitely want to listen to his story. I also had on there Scott Schwartz. Uh, that episode came out this past week. Uh, his his story's pretty good, but he does a really interesting thing with whole life insurance that uh, when he describes it, honestly, the way he describes it, I'm like, that sounds pretty scammy. Uh, and then he t- explains how I do it. I'm like, oh, no, that's totally legit. I get it. Because uh, he talks about like taking money and investing it uh, and getting interest, but then taking the same money and paying your debts at the same time. And I'm like, what? But it's whole life insurance, so um, whole life insurance is not actually an investment, so it basically effectively returns interest while the money's not there. Um, it's sort of weird how it works, but I've, I have been licensed with life insurance, and I, he explained it, and it totally does make sense. So uh, I'm actually looking at doing it for my own family because it's a really interesting thing. So check those out, guyandersaguy.com slash podcast. Now, on to the stuff I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about three things today. I'm going to talk about how to raise your own minimum wage. I'm going to talk about uh, being focused in the moment and how that can lead you to be laid up for a couple of days. And I'm going to talk about getting upset with the unexpected things and then getting over it and moving on and focusing on what matters. So, first, infinite runway. What's infinite runway? Well, if you start a business, you have a certain amount of money. When that money runs out, you're out of runway. Runway is the term for the time you have to build your business as your money burns down. If you have money coming in to replace the money going out, that lengthens the runway. If you have enough money coming in, you have infinite runway. You have all the time in the world. That is the place where I am in my business. I have infinite runway. I have ways to bring in money that are not draining. So I'm not draining financially. I'm also not draining myself mentally, physically, spiritually. I would like to get to the point where the business is bringing in all the money I need with the primary activities, but I don't need to. And this gives me a lot of flexibility. I don't need to chase the clients just for the money. If I work with someone, it's because I believe I can help them. And it also gives me the flexibility to someone who I can help who can't afford my full rates. I can, I can now do the pay-what-you-can model because I can afford it. And I love this model, if you're not familiar with how I charge. So I have a standard rate, but if you can't afford that, which you quite possibly can't because I work with people who are very early stage in the business and need my help to get up and running, then I say, what can you afford? You give me a number. I say, yes, that's what we start with. And as I help you get more clients... As I help you build the business and get some of those blocks out of the way, whether they're mental blocks or just business blocks, you start making more money, you start paying me more, everybody wins, we're all happy. I can afford to do that because I have an infinite runway situation. Now, how do I do that? What amazing 
uh, middle class white privilege am I deploying to be able to do that? Well, I'm not. Uh, the privilege I'm deploying is the privilege of living in 2021 in America. So if you live in America, or I think most Western countries and possibly other countries, uh, but I'm pretty sure, you know, U.S., Canada, uh, England, or anywhere in Europe, this should apply to Australia. Um, I don't know about, like, Africa and Asia and those particular countries, but your mileage may vary. Feel free to reach out to me, and, and uh, I'll talk, talk with you and see if, see if we can figure something out. Uh, Michael at GuyKnowsGuy.com, obviously. So how do I make my money? I drive people around. I do Uber. I make 30 bucks an hour doing Uber. If this interests you, you should go to GuyKnowsGuy.com slash Uber, which will give you the link to Uber through through my um, my invite code, which I think gives you some kind of bonus after you do some rides or something. Uh, but it's great way to get in there. And, and you know, I, I don't live in a great area. I live in southeast Connecticut, which is not very dense. Uh, we don't have a lot of surges down here. And I can only drive in Connecticut, so I can't go to Providence. I can't go to Boston. I can't go to New York, where apparently the real money is made. But I make 30 bucks an hour, so that's not too bad. Um, now, you may say, well, I don't have a car, or I don't want people in my car because of what's going on with COVID, or I don't like people. Uh, let me address the second two things first. So if you don't if, if you don't like people, you don't want people in your car, whatever, there's DoorDash. That's what I did before I was vaccinated. DoorDash is making about 20 to $24 an hour driving around. DoorDash does not actually require a car. Um, a car is good. If you're where I am and everything's 10 miles apart, you're going to want a car. If you're in a city, and you know, some people do it on a moped, some people do it on a, a scooter, some people do it on a motorcycle, bicycle. Um, I've heard some people do it on foot, I guess in, in highly urban environments. So there's all kinds of ways to do it. You don't necessarily need to own a car. Uh, there's all things like Instacart. There's TaskRabbit. There's a whole bunch of those different gig services. And those services are much maligned by various people, most of whom have an agenda. And the agenda is not served by these services, so they tell you you shouldn't work for them. But I've worked for DoorDash. I've worked for Lyft. I've worked for Uber. Um, and no, that wording is wrong. I have worked with Uber and DoorDash. You don't work for them. You work for them. You're in their office. You're like a programmer or a, you know, accounts payable person or whatever. You work with them. Uber's a marketplace. DoorDash is a marketplace. It's like eBay. It connects people who want to drive to people who want to be driven or people who want to drive to food that needs to be delivered. And it is a marketplace. You go there. And what's amazing about it is the, is the flexibility. If Uber upsets me or I don't feel like working for them or I just don't want people in my car, I can't imagine why I wouldn't want people around because I'm a hyper extrovert. But if I ever you know, don't want to deal with people anymore, I can at that moment turn off Uber and turn on DoorDash. And if I'm doing DoorDash and it's I get fed up with it, I can switch over to Grubhub or Postmates. As long as I'm signed up with them, there's no minimum how much you can drive. There's no maximum how much you can drive except for the I think it's 16 hours at a time. But So you can just switch. Imagine if you could just quit your job and have another job immediately. Or if you could have a job just on the hook, but you're working your main job, but if there's an issue there, you're ready to go over. That's what these apps give you. And that's part of why they're so lucrative, because of that flexibility. Now, what if you don't have a car? Did you know Uber and Lyft will rent you a car? 200 bucks a week, maybe a little bit more. I'm not sure. I haven't actually looked into the program myself because I have a car. But they will rent the car for you. They pay for the insurance. They pay for the maintenance. You just pay that, that flat rental fee, and off you go. And you can make... 30, 40, 50, $60,000 a year driving for these services. Now, 
Make sure that you're using QuickBooks Self-Employed or MileIQ or something to track your mileage. Because if you're not getting mileage deductions, you're going to get killed on taxes. But if you do it right, and you know, talk to an accountant. But if you do it right, then you can deduct about two-thirds of what you make with mileage. It's a pretty cool thing. Um, so what this does for you, if you're an entrepreneur and trying to build a business, you don't have to work a nine-to-five job exhausting yourself while you build your business nights and weekends. You can drive Uber nights and weekends and build your business during the week. Now, if, if you have a quarter-million-dollar-a-year income, then, yeah, you're not going to replace that with Uber. But if you have a quarter-million-dollar-a-year income, hopefully you got some money in the bank and investments and and you're playing in a different different range from a lot of the people that I, I work with directly. Um, so it gives you that flexibility. You don't have to exhaust yourself at a crappy job. You have those options. And, um, you know, if you're interested in learning more about this, uh, reach out to me, michael at guywhoknowsaguy.com. If you want to sign up for Uber, guywhoknowsaguy.com slash Uber. And if you want to sign up for DoorDash, yes, you guessed it, guywhoknowsaguy.com slash DoorDash. Um, you know, special links there. Next thing I want to talk to you about is focusing on the moment. So I have tried. I'm very busy, as you can imagine. I'm very busy. But I have realized my daughter is not going to freeze in age while I figure my business out. And I've also realized that the end goal of all this is to have money and time to spend with her and to be able to give to her and um, to be able to you know feed in into her. So realizing that, I have intentionally set aside time for her. My business can wait sometimes, especially because I have infinite runway. Look, it all ties back together. You know, my money's taken care of. I don't need to hustle and, and strive like I did before because I've taken care of the money. I have that stability. It's an amazing thing. So this past Monday, uh, she wanted to go to a splash pad. And it turned out that the most affordable one was, was uh, a local beach um, here in the area, which is on the ocean. So we went there and Went to the splash pad, then like, oh look, ocean. So we were outside. Now I'm not an outside person. I don't like going to the beach. I don't do a lot of hiking. I'm definitely not big on the sun. The sun, you know, is out there outside the window. It's something I see through the car window. I love driving at night. So I don't really know how this sun thing works. But when I was out with her, I decided I'm going to focus just on where we are. I'm not going to think about business. I'm not going to think about other trips we could take. I'm not going to think about anything else. I'm going to be focused right here in the moment, enjoying her company. And I did. And it was wonderful. It was amazing. It was incredible. Incredible thing that I am not used to doing. Uh, and, and totally worth it. So glad I'm discovering this whole mindfulness thing. I know a lot of you are like, all right, yeah, we know what mindfulness is. Well, I didn't because I'm always goal-focused. Unfortunately, my mindfulness did not include the sun which was apparently cooking my skin. Uh, and I discovered the next day something called sun poisoning. Uh, if you get too much sun, it feels like the flu. You're tired, you're hot, you kind of get that like that weird tingling sensation on your skin that you get when you have a fever on top of it being burnt. Um, so I was kind of knocked on my butt for, for the next day on Tuesday. Uh, so that was... That was interesting, but but the the upshot of it was that being focused in the moment was really amazing. Um, even if I did get sunburned because of it, it was incredible just to focus in on that moment and not worry about anything else. Not worry about what I was having for dinner, not worry about what I was doing the next day, nothing. Just focusing in that moment was awesome. Um, so fast, flash forward a few days, speaking of not being focused in the moment, 
Yesterday, as I record this, something happened that made me very angry. Now I've gotten a lot more balanced and, and even, even keeled over the last year. Uh, as I've, you know, worked with different coaches and adjusted my mindset and, and developed gratitude for things. But something really ticked me off. Because over the past few months, we've been able to reopen. We're getting vaccinated. And we're getting this thing under control. And we can take the masks off. We can go to in-person events. I can start planning some retreat events and some collaborations in person. It's going to be amazing. Go to restaurants. I can have people over. I can do barbecues. Amazing. And then we got a notice from our local health department advising that even vaccinated people should return to wearing masks indoors because the Delta variant is only protected 85% against with the vaccine. I think I said that backwards. The vaccine only protects against the Delta variant, 85%. That means one out of eight times, if you would have been exposed normally, you'll be exposed. Seven out of eight, you're protected. So you're certainly safer. It won't kill you, but... Here's the fun thing. If, you have, if you're vaccinated and you catch the Delta variant, you are 100% as able to spread it as if you weren't vaccinated. Awesome. That's great. That, that's awesome. So, how did it spread? So, if everyone was vaccinated, that 85% effectiveness would stop it. It wouldn't be able to get the traction to spread. It spreads because people aren't getting vaccinated. And they're not wearing their masks if they're not vaccinated. They're being irresponsible. They're being, I'm going to say it, childish. And if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, you calling me childish? Well, yeah, if you're not vaccinated and you're not wearing your mask, that's childish. Um, people aren't taking care of themselves and their neighbors and doing what they're supposed to do. It'd be like if someone decided to just run red lights because they wanted to. Because they're like, well, that rule doesn't apply to me. I'm just going to do what I want. It's endangering people around them. And because people are doing this, Many of my plans are messed up. You know, we talk about freedom, and people say, well, it's my freedom to not do this. Well, it should be my freedom to be able to go meet people in public again. It should be my freedom to have people over, and my freedom to throw parties, and my freedom is impacted by this. And I got kind of angry. I got really angry. You know, check out my Facebook. Uh, I have a live rant on there. I got really pissed off. And I was aware that I was fixating on this thing and, like, letting it ruin my day. And I said, I'm going to give myself a day to be upset about. It's something to be upset about. You know, people being, uh, people being irresponsible, dramatically impacting my plans and what I'm trying to do is something worth getting upset about. And I could legitimately get upset about it for a long time, but it doesn't do me any good. I, I can't change it. Now, I can go out on Facebook and I can say, get your damn shots. And I can say on my podcast, get your damn shots. Uh, and if you want to talk about it, by the way, because you may be listening to this and be like, well, I'm not getting my shot for a very good reason. You can either say, this doesn't apply to me or whatever. Or you can be like, Michael, I want to talk to you about this. Email me, michaelguyknowsaguy.com. Love to have a talk with you. Love to discuss it, discuss all the science because I've been following it all year. This is not some opinion I have. Um, and frankly, I'm to the point where I'm not worried about offending people by disagreeing with them because anyone who doesn't believe in science, I can't coach. <laughs> You know, my job is to help people improve their lives. If you don't believe in science, you're definitely not going to believe in anything I'm going to teach you. So, you know, I, I need reality-based people if I'm going to help them. So I got upset for one day, and I said, I'm going to get upset for a day, and then I'm going to get over it. Not really over it. I'm still kind of upset about it, obviously. I'm talking about it still a few days later. 
But now I need to accept, okay, people have been irresponsible. This is going to happen. Now what? How do we pivot? How do we adapt? How do we make the most of the situation? Same thing I did back in March of last year. So many people got upset about it and stayed upset about it. Organizations I was part of, they fixated on, we got to get back in person. We got to get back in person. We got to get back in person. Meanwhile, other groups were rocking and rolling. They're like, oh my God, we're online. It's amazing. We invite people from around the world. We can go visit people around the world. We make all kinds of connections. We save all this time. We don't have to drive anywhere anymore. This is amazing. Because looked at one way, there's an opportunity there. And looked at another way, it's awful. So what's the opportunity now? What do we have to work with now? It's complicated now. Very complicated. But whatever it is, I'm going to work with it as it is. I'm not going not gonna to wallow in being upset about it. I'm still going to insist. You know, if somebody comes up to me and says, oh, I'm not going to get vaccinated because blah, blah, I'm going to have that conversation now. And I'm going to explain to them why, you know, how they're affecting other people, how they're infringing on other people's freedom, and how their facts are probably wrong. And share with them some facts that are right. Because, you know, that's working on the problem. That's not being upset about it. That's not wallowing in it. That's actually trying to address it. But I can't change vaccination writ large. I'm not a public health agency. That's not my business, not my job. So I'll do it as I can, but I'm going to focus on what my job is, my mission. My mission is helping people change their lives. My mission is helping people find opportunities. My mission is helping people live the American dream, quite frankly. So I'm going to focus on that not focus on things I'm upset about, not let them drag me down, and keep moving forward. And I encourage you to do the same. Something upsets you, take the time, be upset, punch a wall, yell, jump up and down, scream, journal, paint, whatever you need to do, and then move on. Let it go. Leave it behind you. It doesn't do you or anyone else any good to, to hold on to these things that you are upset about. So that's what I've got. Um, it is possible that I have said one or two things that someone may disagree with. And if they do, they should email me. Michael at guywhoknowsaguy.com. I'd love to talk to you by email, by phone, by Zoom, by smoke signals, by telepathic communication, whatever. Let's have a conversation. Let's see where we have common ground. Let's see where we differ. Maybe I can learn from you. Maybe you can learn from me. Um, maybe there's a better way I could have expressed myself. Maybe there's information I have that you don't have. Who knows? We can learn from each other. I'd love to connect. Reach out to me in that way. And definitely do, you know, if you don't like me, but you like other people smarter than me, check out my other podcast, guyknowsaguy.com slash podcast. I have some incredible people there who I, you know, strive to be in 20 years when I am older and smarter. Um, so definitely check that out and listen to some of the amazing guests I'm getting on there. We've got, I think, eight or 10 already recorded and like 45 more lined up and scheduled to be interviewed. So that that podcast feed is going to be amazing. That's the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. Check that out. And of course, if you have not already, subscribe to this podcast, Morning Motivation. Share it with your friends. Leave a rating, leave a rating and a review, especially on Apple uh, iTunes, which is the most important because half people listen to it there. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I, I hope that I have perhaps educated you and not upset you too much. And I also... Look forward to sharing more with you tomorrow. Have a great week. I have published a new book called The View from the Deck, Thoughts on Values, Vision, and Gratitude. If you like morning motivation, you're going to love this book. It's a lot of the same concepts. The basic principle of the book is that I was coaching clients, and they were telling me about their dream life, and I was recognizing elements of their dream life in my everyday life. And it made me realize there's things in my life that people 
are dreaming of. And there's things in my life that the me of a few years ago would absolutely have given his right arm for. And chances are you've got the same. So I took these concepts about values and what makes us do what we do, vision, where we want to be, and gratitude, appreciating the awesome things we have, and put them together into one awesome book called The View from the Deck, Values, Vision, and Gratitude. You can find it on Amazon.com. Just search for Michael Whitehouse, The View from the Deck, and get your copy today.